Hello everybody and welcome back to the Neverland Podcast with me, your host and friend, hopefully, Naledi Manuman. Thank you for joining me. Now this episode has come later than I planned it to, but you know, as you know, things get in the way, but what matters most is that we are here, okay? And I forgot to, <clears throat> excuse me, I forgot to say in the previous episode, um, if you might have heard a difference that... I don't have a mic, <laughs> so I'm kind of using my broken phones mic, and honestly, I don't know if there's a difference, if it's worse, if it's better, if there's no difference at all, but I just wanted to let you know if by any chance it sounds a bit strange, that is why. So I'm recording straight from the phone, you know, bringing it back to the old days, um, but yeah, I don't have a mic, and I'm not going to spend money on that at this moment in time. So, and honestly, what I think is that it matters not, you know, what equipment you have. It's like doing the most you can with what you do have. So, yeah. Anyways, welcome back to another episode. Continuing the the series, I guess you can call it that. Living two months in America. And the first part one... I mostly spoke about my experience, kind of first time coming here, first impressions, kind of. I don't even know what I talked about, <laughs> but first impressions. And for this episode, I plan on kind of exploring and talking about the differences that I found in my two months being here, which is still very, very short and kind of hard to wrap my head around, actually. And initially, there was only going to be two parts to this, but... I was like sitting earlier today and I was like, actually, I want to do, I want to do three parts. So there's going to be three parts to, to this. I know it might, you know, I don't even know. I was going to say this might feel a bit tedious, but I'm not a hundred percent sure what that word means, but it's been on my, in my head lately, the word tedious. I think tedious, what I think tedious is, is like annoying, but not in like a bad way, but also not in a good way. Does that make sense? Um, but we're continuing the train of, you know, living in America series. And then after that, we'll, we'll get back to normal. But I'm also still trying to figure out a schedule of how I want to post these episodes. So obviously, right now, in this moment in time, it is Sunday. It's Sunday, 10 p.m. Okay. Now, back at home, this would be an okay time to record. But I actually have things to do here. So tomorrow, I have an a, I have a a class at eight in the morning usually we have conditioning but we don't have that which conditioning would have been at six o'clock so me I should be asleep at this time but I don't have a six <laughs> six a.m um conditioning or lift session so I'm kind of gambling um but it's okay you know you do what you must to get what you need to get out and I was gonna record this episode yesterday but then I didn't and I almost didn't record it today, but I was like, no, I, I need to do this. Um, so it's been very pretty difficult to kind of fit, find a um, schedule where I can, you know, find a time to record on the regular. And obviously there are moments in the day, but then again, let me just remember, let's just remember that I'm not in the comfort of my home. So I have to find a place that is quiet, that is kind of private, because then again, no one really knows that I do this, it's kind of my own little thing, and at this moment in time, I'm in like a group study hall, so in my hall, where I live residence on campus, um, I live in a hall, and I'm kind of like on the other side of the hall to where my room is, because the place that I recorded, this is so unnecessary, but the place where I, where I recorded last time, there was a girl sitting there and I was like, oh my word. So I had to walk to the other side of the world to, and I'm really, there was another group lounge, but there were two people in there. And then I came across this one and there was no one in here. Naturally, it's literally 10 o'clock in, in the night. So I came in and we are now here in this group study um, place. It's quiet, it's nice, so I can kind of like, you know, speak in my normal voice and not kind of tone it down. So that's good. Anyway, that was a ramble and a half. If 
you are new here and you have no clue who I am, I understand. But I will introduce myself. My name is Narayana Manjubaya and I am a South African woman living in the United States of America. Why, you may ask? Well, great question. Um, <laughs> I am here to study. I'm currently, I don't know if I said this in the first episode, but I, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say it again. I'm majoring in exercise science. I plan or my goal is to like going to athletic training and I have this whole thing in my brain. I said, I know I said that in the first episode, I have this whole plan of what I want to do and all that stuff. It's super exciting, but who knows if that's actually going to come to fruition. But, um, exercise science is my intended major. I know I'm only a freshman, so things can change really quickly, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to stick to that. Oh yes, I am a freshman. It's my first year. Um, and I'm here on, I don't know if this is important, but I'm here on a scholarship. So that's like literally, <laughs> literally the only reason I'm in America is because of a scholarship that I have. If, and that everything is paid for and my parents don't have to worry about, you know, paying, what is this thing called? Um, what do you call the thing? To Tuition, I think. They don't have to worry about that. Obviously, it wasn't cheap. There was obviously certain things you have to do, like get a visa and all that stuff, which if you want to know about that journey, you can go down a bit of a rabbit hole of my previous episodes and how much kind of chaos and um, what is the word? I was going to say turmoil, but how chaotic that whole process was. Um, but we made it through. We're on the other side. We're at the end of the tunnel. And everyone is good back home. I spoke to my mom earlier today, spoke to my cousins and my aunts. So all is good in the neighborhood. Um, and I want to thank you and kind of welcome you um, if you are new to this journey. I know we are 240 something episodes in and we are not, we are definitely not close to stopping anytime soon. So I'm just super happy that I get to do this, even though probably no one's listening, but mostly it's for me if I'm being if I'm being honest and kind of selfish um but I'd be happy to have you know excuse me you guys along for the journey and we can we can go on this ride together and see and see what you know what happens I guess I don't know sorry so firstly self-check-in moment girl how are you doing so I do self-check-ins because I think it's important and it's also a chance for me to look inwards and hopefully you can look inwards as well as to like how are we really doing today and how am I today what's today today's Sunday I'm okay if I'm being completely honest two days ago I was not okay I was kind of I call it I was in a mental rut and I guess you can say I'm still in a mental rut in terms of my um in how I'm feeling towards my tennis and kind of you know because we we had a tournament I'll speak about that now now but we came back from a tournament um when did I come back came back yesterday no yeah came back yesterday literally and that was tough it was tough mentally mostly so I'm struggling a little bit um but where I am right now I feel kind of at peace or kind of yeah, because there's a phrase that I'll I'll get into this mumbo jumbo in a minute, but I'm okay. I can say that I how I feel out of ten, I'm an eight out of oh, I'm an eight out of ten at this moment in time. So I'm okay. Um, I hope you had a good day. Today was excuse me. Today was pretty busy. Um, went to church this morning, then came back and did my laundry, which took forever. I did try to do some homework. Um, and then again, I was on a phone call with my mom and, um, my cousin, <laughs> sorry, she told me a funny story. Um, so it's been pretty busy, but I hope you had an amazing day. I hope you did something that you enjoyed. I hope that you are happy. I hope that you are healthy and I hope that you are taking care of the, and, you know, Whatever time that you are listening to this episode, I hope you had an amazing day and I hope you do have an amazing day. 
if it's like morning, if it happens to be morning. Um, and I just want to thank you once again for joining me today's episode. I think it's 2.47. Um, so we're almost at the 2.50 mark. Crazy scenes. Um, but almost, I was going to say, yeah, thank you for joining me. And I hope you can stick around, share this with your family and friends and come along on the ride to wherever this this podcast can take us. So, yeah, we are here now. So I feel like I should kind of get into it. I don't know if I want to talk about it now or later. Let me let me get into the main thing of this episode and then after that we can chat. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I, <laughs> I'm sitting on the floor now, but I was sitting on my, I guess you can call it my wallet. Um, and I was walking out of our door, um, without my wallet. This is such a stupid story, but it's not even a story. I don't know what I'm saying, but I walked out and then I was afraid that I was going to get locked out because obviously it's 10 o'clock at night. People are going to sleep. Um, and one of my roommates, she kind of locks the door naturally as one should. So I was like, what if I get locked out? So then I took my, my card. Anyway, that was a stupid story. Let's get into this episode. So if you don't know, I will explain. I've been in, I've been in America now for two months, I think. Yeah, it's been two months because I left home the 12th of August and the date is the 22nd, wait, August, September, October, it's almost, no, how do you do that? No, it's only been two months, what am I saying? Yeah, so it's been two months, it's the 22nd of August right now, I mean of October, so it's been two months and a bit, so I kind of wanted to talk about, you know, my experience as someone coming from the other side of the world, and I guess coming to a place that everyone kind of dreams of going to. I mean, I'm not in, you know, like New York or Los Angeles or anything. <laughs> I'm in North Carolina in Boone. Um, not saying that it's bad, but it's not like, you know, the place you go to the movies. But still, you know, seeing, you know, the things you see in the movies. And that was a big thing. I think I spoke about in the first one that I literally said that everything or like 90% of the things that you see in the movies are literally come to life and is real. And it's such a shocking thing because you're like, I this, this was only a movie. I can't believe it's actually real. Like, for example, this weekend, now this might be a dumb one, but it was like pretty trippy. This weekend we went to Charlotte, Chapel Hill, Charlotte, where we played our tournament. And I saw a school bus, all these rows of school buses. And... I was like, whoa. And it was the cl- the classic yellow school bus that you see in every single movie. And then again, it's like something you see in a movie. Um, it, you, you, it's so hard to be like, oh, this is a real thing. So when you see it like in real life, you're like, whoa. And I remember, you know, saying to my teammate that that is so crazy to me that that's real like, pointing at the school bus, and she, she's from here, she's from America, obviously, and she was like, how, I don't understand how, you know, that's so crazy, and then we were saying, because my other two teammates are from Ireland, we were saying that, you know, we don't have, like, school buses, like, designated school buses, I guess, where I'm from, there's, like, transport, but there's no school buses, there's, like, buses, and taxi, and, you know, I guess if you go somewhere, there's trains or, you know, whatever. But there's no, like, school buses and the fact that they're, like, yellow and, like, so out there. So to... And she was like, oh... And she was like, you guys don't have school buses? Not like that. Obviously, schools have school buses, duh, when they go traveling to wherever. But not like they have it here in America where it's, like, a yellow school bus. You know what I mean? So that was actually really interesting. Um, But speaking of differences... I don't even know where to begin because the amount of times I've been asked this question is actually insane and I don't know what to say because I'm like, at the same time, it's so, being here and in America is so different than being at home 
in if you don't know, I'm from South Africa, but South Africa. Um it's so different, but at the same time, I don't know how to explain how different it is and it, and in what ways. Like my my coach asked me, I think, she was like, What's been like the biggest I don't even know what she asked me, but she was like, What's been like the biggest difference, the biggest shock? And I was like, in my head, I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, but if I really had to think about it, I could like come up with a few things. So what I'll start with, one of the tips of my head, is the roads and the cars. So in at home, the steering wheel is on the right side. And the passenger seat's on the left. So I'm used to, like, I love sitting in the front. Oh, I love sitting. I don't like being in the back seat. Um, which I don't know what that says about me as a person. <laughs> but I love sitting in front. But that's that difference is not, like, doesn't affect my life in any way because I don't drive here. Um, but sticking to the conversation of, like, roads and, like, cars or whatever, everything here is, like, the other way. Does that make sense? So the only way I can think about it is that, like, cars go forward on the left side. You know, <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, but in, at home, it's everything is on the left. You know what I mean? Like, it's on the left side of the road. Over here, it's on the other side of the road. So that is a huge difference for me because, let me explain, I did speak about this, I think, is that... I'm concerned for my safety a lot of the time. So even like a couple of days ago, there was a car like behind us or whatever. And my friend was like, she or my teammate, she said, oh, go to the left, whatever. And my immediate reaction was moving to the right because cars usually like go forward, like on the left side of the road at home. But here it's on the right side. So I was kind of like walking into the car, so it was coming in behind me, and it wasn't even like a conscious thing, but she, she was like, go move to the left, and she's a senior, so she's been here for a while, um, and I moved to the right, and it's it's little things like that, you might, you might, you might think, oh, well, that's like not a big deal, dude, like it's not that bad, and I'm like, no, it is that bad, because a couple of weeks ago, I don't know, I was crossing a road, and obviously you look left, right, whatever. But I don't know, I just like got super confused. I thought that the car was not coming this way because it's usually the other way. And the car, I just didn't see the car. And it. I just started walking because I'm like, oh, it's like, there's no one there. And I this car came out of nowhere and I was like, whoa. <laughs> and I was like, I literally almost just walked into this car. And I was not walking that fast. So I was like, dang. And so that's like a difference in terms of my safety. And instead of just looking left and right and then going, I look left, right, look left, right again, then right, left, and then I only walk. Because I need to make quadruple sure that I'm walking <laughs> the right way and that there's no cars anywhere around me. And even, like, the robots are different. Like, the lights, like, you know, like a, pedest a pedestrian crossing? You see at home, like, you know those buttons you push? to show that like the green man must so that you can walk those things never worked they literally never work so whether or not that little man over there is red or no if there's no cars i'm walking okay but here it's like a big thing to wait until the man appears and says you can go um and actually they work so I kind of trust the system but sometimes it's so stupid because there would be zero cars and now I'm like pressing this button like five times and the little man is not showing and I'm like there's no cars I'm just gonna walk but apparently there's a word for that I think it's called jaywalking I don't know but and apparently it's, some places it's, it, it, it's a big thing so I need to I I need to be careful <laughs> when I do that, but I tr I trust because the things here actually work, but the robots at home they don't work ever. So I just like walk if there's no cars. Um, but yeah, that's a big one. Another difference I would say is the food. Now this is a tricky one 
because some you may people ask me like the, I'll be like I miss I miss my food at home or some be like do you miss food at home and I'm like y'all and she was like what's like what do you miss most about it and I'm like I don't know I don't know this is this is the one that gets me a bit because I don't know how to describe how I miss it and, and how different it is because something about the food here doesn't feel real you know what I mean it doesn't feel like not offending the people that make the food but it just feels fake and artificial in a way um and obviously look I'm super grateful <laughs> that I am you know I have access to food and it kind of irks me a bit I don't know if irks is a word but it kind of irks me a bit when someone says oh this food is so bad like I'm not gonna eat this food when it's actually such a privilege and you know, to have food in the first place. So I'm not judging the person, but it does irk me a bit when, you know, we have a dining hall here and I feel so lucky to have access to food. Um, might not be the healthiest food in the world or whatever, but food is food. At the end of the day, my body needs food. It needs that energy. So um, I feel super lucky to have access to that. But then some people are like, oh, like, the food is so bad. I'd rather, like, starve myself, whatever. And it just irks me. But because, obviously, there's people in the world who don't have that, you know, I guess it is a privilege to have food. Um, oh, no, there's a word, though. We are very lucky and should be grateful to have food. But there's a word, but I can't think of the word. Um, but the food is different. It's definitely more oily, okay? Oily when it doesn't need to be, and I've reached a point now, and my TMA told me this would happen, and I'm kind of there now, but I kind of look past it, because then again, food is food, and I'm grateful to have food, um, is that you can kind of smell the, not, not the grease, but every time I go to the dining hall, it makes me feel, a certain, <laughs> it makes me feel a certain type of way, where I'm like, Mm. or sometimes, you know, uh, where I'm like, mm, this isn't, ugh. it just makes you feel strange, but I push through it, and I go, and I eat my food, because food is food at the end of the day, um, but just like, I don't know, I didn't realize how, obviously not all food is great here in America, or back at home, um, but there was something super, I guess I'm gonna say organic, and natural about the food that I was eating at home, you know, and like I've been ex I've been exposed to so many different things. Oh, wait, things is not the right word to use, but different types of foods and places here. Like um, Panera bread is something we've had um, a little bit. What's Jersey Mike's is a sandwich shop. Um, Carva. Um, is it Chipotle, I think? Chipotle, yes. Or Chipotle, if you must. Um, there was another one we had. We had Buffalo Wild Wings the other day. And we went to another place called FPPF. Mm, -P -P I don't know. But Chang's, which was really good. And just being exposed to these different types of foods. And, you know, from different places or whatever. It's super interesting. Um... And I, I've never, because then again, back at home, Angelina, we never, like, at home, we never went out, ever, you know, and so maybe sometimes if it was payday, we would get KFC or we would get Debonairs because obviously you don't want to cook. But a lot of, 90% of the food that I consumed at home was home cooked, you know, literally home cooked. That's what that's all I can say. Never really, you know, bought you know, takeaways or anything like that. So to kind of, you know, adjust. And <laughs> oh, and <laughs> oh my God, sorry. Um, what was I saying? Oh, the adjustment and having to adapt to these different foods that I'm eating. It's been super interesting. And how I can tell is that this is super like, this is, this might be too much. What do you call a TMI? But I'm just going to say it anyway. Um, how I can tell that my body is kind of, you know, 
adjusting to this transition is that I've been going to the bathroom way more than I did before. I kid, this is so, this is not something you don't need to know, but I've been to the bathroom at least three times a day, a day. Now, I'm not going to say more than that. That's what I'm going to say. Three times a day. Um, that's like eating, dining whole food and having, mostly just eating, dining whole food, to be completely honest. And then having like a Panera bread. Um, what else? Yeah, like a Panera bread. There was another thing that we had. I don't know. But yeah, it's been interesting. But I miss food. I miss food at home. But luckily, I always tell myself, because I'm trying to save money. I mean, we have dining hall here for free. So why would I waste the money that I get on buying groceries for myself that, you know, I don't really need? But we had fall break. <coughs> when do we have fall break? I think two weeks ago, a week ago or something. And the dining halls were closed. So I was like, people tell me, oh yeah, the dining halls are going to be closed, so you're probably going to have to make your own food. And look, I can make food at home. I did make food sometimes. Um, So I know how to make food. I know how to make mince, rice, pasta, whatever. Um, So I was like, okay, oh, this is going to be a fun little fall break activity. You know, make myself some food. So... I made food and instantly there's a difference. I don't know what it is, but going to a Publix, which is kind of the equivalent to fruit and veg um, at home, um, going to a Publix and buying broccoli, buying cauliflower, buying all these like fresh things and meat or whatever, and then cooking them and making your own meal there's something about that and I don't know if it's like knowing what you're doing and being aware and knowing like what is in the thing that you're eating that made it better because I remember when I ate that I was like this is so good you know what I mean and it might be the thing of like the dining hall you go and then you just smell oil you just smell like grease and you don't know, like, what they're putting in. Not saying that they're trying to poison people, but you just don't know. You just don't know what's being put in your food and what's in there necessarily. But, you know, going to a fruit and veg place like Publix and buying, you know, things like, you know, you're buying the broccoli, the fresh broccoli. You're buying the mixed vegetables. You're buying all these things. And you know, like, you know, you, yeah. I don't know if that made sense, but... I ate that. What did I make? I made a mince and pasta, super basic, but mince and pasta. Put I put I put way too much oil in it, but you live and you learn. Um, and it was really good. I enjoyed it. Tonight I made kind of like. <laughs> I thought well, it's definitely not gumbo, you know, in the Princess and the Frog when Tiana makes. Hey everybody. I've got gumbo. You know how she says that? Nothing makes me laugh all the time. I don't know if it's her accent, whatever, but I've got, you want some gumbo? I can't say it, but it's so funny to me. Um, And what I made today reminded me of her gumbo, but it wasn't gumbo. It was like what my mom used to make when there was like no food in the house. And there was just like carrots, potatoes, and rice. She would make this thing. I don't even know what you call it, but you just like put onions, you put potatoes and the carrots and you let that cook and then you throw rice in it. And it's kind of like this, this clump. It looks like dog food. If I can, I don't even know what you call dog food, but it looks, it looks like leftovers, but it's so good. And I just put chicken, rice, spinach, potato and carrots. And I just put that in there. It looks like dog food, but it tastes so good. And then I had some like, cauliflower and broccoli on the side so made some food obviously I'm not, I'm not gonna prepare a whole Sunday lunch no 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 no. and yeah so that was nice so I ate that today and it's kind of excuse me it's kind of nice to have food that you made so for example let's say on a on a Tuesday and wait no yes I, yeah 
Tuesday? I think on a Tuesday, like, where my schedule is so on top of each other. And, you know, going to the dining hall, like, wastes so much time because of the lines. And sometimes I don't have always the best food. So it's like, I just need like, and you need to eat, you need to eat, you know. So having something that I cooked and having leftovers and making that for myself, it's really helpful. So, and I enjoy cooking. Even today, I was having the time of my life listening to music. I put on a podcast, K63, listened to that. I listened to Miss Emma talking about, you know, her quotes that she's like obsessed about lately and her dissecting them and I was vibing I had the best time cutting my peppers and onions and peeling my potatoes and carrots and all that stuff so you know cooking is I I I like to think cooking is a moment it's a moment where you can you're not doing anything you're just cooking and you're focusing on cooking you're not like doing homework in between and you're not like you know whatever whatever so it was nice um, then I had to wash the dishes afterwards, which is, is what it is. Anyway, so that's the food differences. Um, what else? See, that's like, I can't really think, you know, more about that. You know what I mean? And while we're on the topic of food, some people would ask me, what, what was like, <laughs> what was like your, your, your favorite dish at home? you know, Miss Beck in South Africa. And I'm like, girl, I don't know. You know, we eat, like, rice and mince engineer. And what I could think of, if I'm thinking really deep, I would say, um, oh, my gosh. I was thinking I could make it here, but I don't trust. No offense, but I don't trust. I don't know what Amma says, like, here, if they know what that means. I don't know if they have Millie Meal or no. I asked someone, do you have Millie Meal? Because I genuinely don't know what that is in any other way. I think it means maize meal. I might be wrong. But I asked, do you have Millie Meal? And they were like, what? I was like, Millie Meal. And they also, I was like, I don't know what it is, but I just know it's Millie Meal. Anyway, so I miss some pogok, I would say. I miss some gusho, I miss... But then again, we wouldn't have that on the daily, you know what I mean? But I do miss some pogok very much. Um, so we wouldn't have on the daily, so I don't like miss it, but you know, what else? See, like it's not that deep, you know. Um, yeah, I don't, you know, this is like nothing really. I just miss, like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they ask me, What's your favorite meal from home? Like, I don't know. Um, but I do love Mpok a lot, I really do like Mpok. Oh my word, it is very good. But at home we would like we would have like <laughs> literally all I can remember is having eggs a lot of the time. Like my one friend, she doesn't like eggs, and I'm like, how? I would literally almost have at least six eggs a day for the longest time because that was all that was in the house. We would have eggs for or for breakfast. We would have like papa, you know, like oats or something, or mini meal or. What's the other thing we would have? We'd beaks. Um, but, you know, sometimes there wasn't there wasn't always food in the house. And that wasn't really a big thing. It was more like, oh, we just, like, make food by ourselves. So there would be a lot of bread at home. And bread, butter, peanut butter, um, eggs, maybe beans. And, you know, and sometimes that's all we would have for dinner is literally eggs and bread. And it sounds like, wow, oh my word, I'm so sorry. No, it's like, that's just what it was, you know. And it wasn't that deep. It's it's not that deep. Sometimes, you know, you know, like my mom would make something. I would, she would ask us to make something, you know. But a lot of time it's just like eggs and bread. And it wasn't that bad. Um, it's just that everyone is tired and busy. And that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. If you have breakfast for dinner. Which we did a lot of the time, but and sometimes you wouldn't eat because why? Because you don't want to eat. But if my mom made food, then you eat, you know. But if she doesn't, then do what you do. Anyway, enough about that. Um, I'm trying to think of more differences before I move on from this topic. 
Um, big difference. I think naturally, just like some words, you know. I guess the what you call different things. Like for example, I was like saying the other day, "Do you know? Do you know where the dustbin is?" And they were like, "A what?" And I said, "The dustbin." And they were like, "What?" And I was like, "A bin." Do you? But and they were like, "Oh, a, 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 a trash can." And I was like, "What?" And I was like, "Yo, a trash can or whatever, trash bin, whatever." <laughs> I don't know. But it's just like there is sometimes that barrier, if you can call it that. But it's not that bad. Um, it's just like we call certain things different things, and we were saying the other day, someone was po- like showed me a plaster, and my friend asked me, "What do you call this?" I said, "A plaster," and then they were like, "Oh, we call that a band aid." I was like, "Oh," and it's like it's like it is what it is. Everyone calls certain things different things in certain places, um, but I guess some words stump me a little bit. Like I'm like, "Oh, what?" <laughs> But it's okay. You kind of get used to it. Like I'm pretty sure some people have gotten used to like I, water, water, can't, can't. Yeah, that's like the basic stuff. But um, yeah. But there were some words that really get me. I'm like, excuse me. Well, <laughs> I'll say say that again. Um, but it's okay. You know, it's been two months. We all are familiar with one another, so it's okay. Um, my bum is getting really sore now. Excuse me. As I adjust. Okay. Um, but I think I'm gonna close that chapter on the differences. Obviously, we shall speak soon if I come across any more differences. Um, oh, here's one that's pretty interesting. The the degree. This is not interesting, but the, the, the degrees... So, obviously, it's Fahrenheit here, but I, my mind works in Celsius. So, when someone's like, oh, my word, it's so hot. And I'm like, what, how, what, like, how hot is it? It's like, it's 75 degrees Fahrenheit. I'm like, geez, like, what is the, what is that <laughs> in, in Celsius? So, I can kind of wrap my head and like, oh, my word, that's like 20, I don't know, this, this is probably wrong, but it's like 26 degrees. I'm like, oh, that's pretty warm. Um, but then again, it depends on where you're from, because, like, in George, above 26 is, like, crazy. It's like, whoa, calm down. And if we get to 30, then we're, like, pushing limits. But go to Oatsorn, it's, like, 30 degrees there every day, and they're like, whatever. Um, you know what I mean? So, yeah. George, classic George weather, 23, crisp, perfect. Clear skies, no wind. Maybe a little bit of clouds, but, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so I need to be converted to, um, what do you call it? Converted to Celsius. And also, like, pounds, or is it LBS, and kilograms. That's also pretty annoying for me. It just doesn't make sense in my brain. And also the miles and the kilometers doesn't make sense to me. Because, like... Yeah, kilometers just make sense. You know what? My one coach was saying that kilometers make sense because it's... I don't know what he said, but it just makes sense because 1,000 meters is a kilometer. 1,600 meters is a mile, I think, because it's 1.6. And it's just like, why we have to, why, why are we doing decimals? Why are we doing 1,600? It's so like you know, much harder, but to be like 1,000 is 1 kilometer, 2,000 is 2k, it's just better that way, oh, bars, okay, bars, anyway, I didn't mean to do that, um, okay, that's enough, I'm done, I'm done now, um, moving on, so that's, that's a wrap on the differences that I've come across, and most, I guess, we can do this, most commonly asked questions is, how are you finding it so far, um, um, you know, what's the biggest difference? That's, that's a big one. I'm like, oh my gosh, where am I from? Which is okay. Um, what else? It's usually just like, you know, what's, yeah, it's just usually like, what's the biggest difference? Or what do you miss? What do you miss most about home? You know, or what do you, what, what do you like so far about America? 
Um, I guess I could answer that one question. I think I've said this. What I miss most about home is I think being around people that I'm familiar <laughs> that I'm familiar with and who know me. So I can like be my, you know, weird self around them and say out of pocket things that won't be taken maybe the wrong way. Um not saying that it gets taken the wrong way here, but I guess you can say I'm a bit tentative to say something or do something, you know. But it's okay. It is what it is. I mean a completely new environment is understandable, so it's not that deep. But I just miss like being around the people that I'm that I'm used to. Which is natural. I mean this whole kind of transition of like moving to another country is it's natural because it's change and change happens and you know it is what it's part of growing up so I can't really do anything about it um we just we move forward and I digress anyway I'm done with that now um what was I gonna say oh I was gonna talk about fall break because wait is it after before oh before fall break we oops, we had a tournament in Greensboro, North Carolina, and we had the tournament. I'm trying to think. So we're in the fall season now. Now I don't know how much of this, how much of the tennis I'm going to talk about on the pod yet, and if I can do that, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, the fall season is not our regular season, so it's not like our conference season, so we just play like a bunch of tournaments, so I've heard, in the fall season. So we went to Greensboro, we played a bunch of matches there, I, it was a good tournament, but towards the end it started kind of going downhill, and I played my last match, and it was rough, is what I can say. I was going to talk about it on the pod last week, but then I didn't do it. So, it was rough. I lost 7-6, 6-1, I think, or something like that. But I think it was just tough because, how can I say this? I don't know how I can be open about my tennis here without oversharing too much. Or, I don't know how to articulate it, if that makes sense. Um, but I wrote in my journal. Did I write in my journal about it? I think I did. Oh, I don't know. But I wrote about, because I think I didn't play well in the match. And some people will be like, oh, I played well. But for me, I didn't feel good in the match. Because I have this thing where, okay, wait, how do I say this? I have this thing like, if mentally it's not going well, or I don't feel good mentally, it kind of, that state shows itself or presents itself physically. So, for example, like, mentally, I was kind of, I didn't feel confident on my forehand. Like, I didn't want to hit it, like, hit it properly. So, I was kind of, like, not pushing it, but I wasn't hitting it, if that makes sense. And me kind of not hitting it and decelerating made me miss so many balls on my forehand. Like, unforced errors. And what unforced errors does is that it affects your confidence so much. It literally makes you feel like, I cannot hit a ball on the court. Like, if a ball comes to my forehand, there's a 30% chance it's going to go <laughs> where I want it to go and in the court. And I guess I just lost confidence in, like, my ability. Like, my brain, I was like, I can't hit a forehand. And then again, what happens to me is that I stop, like, holding my racket, like, tightly. I kind of, my hand becomes loose. And it becomes like, it just becomes loose, not numb, but loose. And I'm like, why am I not holding my racket? I literally can't hold my racket. And then like a ball would come to my forehand and I would miss hit the forehand, hit it out, hit it at the bottom of the net. And then my head is like, oh my word, if a ball comes to my forehand, I can't hit a forehand. And that kind of just happened and it was just like affecting my confidence and I just couldn't get a ball in the court. So I'm kind of ranting a little bit here, but... So after that match, I just felt disappointed because I couldn't play. And you try and lift yourself up, but when you're in that headspace, it's so hard to get out of it of like, I just can't hit a forehand. Like I'm so, it's scared. The word is scared. I'm so scared to hit a forehand because 
I'm probably gonna miss it. Like that's what's going through my brain. It's like I'm probably gonna miss this. I'm probably gonna miss this forehand. So I'm like terrified to actually try and get it in the court. Um, and then I just remember like sitting, and it's just like super hard because it's super hard. And to be fair, kind of embarrassing. And I wrote about this in my journal about how I have this fear of like embarrassing myself <laughs> in front of people because naturally people judge people all the time but I'm just afraid of making like just embarrassing myself and I've never really well I'm lying of course I've been in this place before but it's been a long time since I felt this way and it's kind of getting to me a little bit because before this, I was not thinking about that at all. Like, when I was playing, I was like, I don't really care. Um, but now that I'm back playing tournaments and matches regularly, it's getting back to me. of like, I'm thinking about what the people watching me are thinking about me. And I'm embarrassing myself because they might think a certain way about me. They might think I'm good, but now I'm kind of not living up to that expectation they have of me. And now they think I suck and don't deserve to be on the team or whatever. You, you get, like, my mind goes in quite the spiral. Um, and it was, I don't know, and I remember after that match, I was sitting on the bench. And I was like, dang, this sucks. Like, this sucks so much. Because, and then my coach came to me and I'm like, it's so hard to, like, play a match where you can't, you're just making so many mistakes unnecessary mistake like an easy ball would come and I would miss it like at the bottom of the net and it's just like my hand trembling and like your coach seeing that and your your teammates seeing that and it's like dang like this is this is tough you know um where was I going with that and it was just hard I remember sitting there I was like disappointed because I was like what just happened and after that it kind of trickled down all the way to now this recent tournament where I was just like afraid like I just like felt like I couldn't hit the ball I wasn't you know hitting the ball and I was getting afraid of missing afraid of embarrassing myself making a fool out of myself in front of all you know the people watching me my coaches my teammates you know because in my brain I kind of think that they think that I'm this thing when I'm actually not that thing but I don't even know what they think. I, if they even like, they're probably not even thinking about this garbage I'm talking about. <laughs> and it's just like my brain going into a spiral. Um, and yeah, even this weekend, was it this weekend? Yeah, it was this weekend. This tournament. Like, I tried to like, cause my, you know, I tell myself just like hit through it. You just have to like hit through it and like just hit the ball. But it's so much, you know, easier said than done. And I lost my two singles because so, so many unforced errors and missing unnecessarily, you know. And there's obviously other factors that I think about that I think that they are thinking about when they probably are not thinking about, but I don't know. And it just got to me a little bit. And I just, like, left the tournament feeling super defeated and destroyed. And just, like, why am I even here if I can't hit a ball on the court? You know, do I even deserve to be here, but I just can't hit a ball on the court? Like, an easy ball. I just can't get it in the court. Like, how is someone supposed to win a tennis match that way when you can't get a ball on the court? You know what I mean? So... That happened, but then, you know, as I said, I'm okay now, but I still, you know, I'm still there. Like, tomorrow we have practice, and honestly, wait, honestly, I don't know how it's going to go. You know, I could just forget, disregard everything that I thought of this weekend and start afresh, but it's so hard. Then again, what Jack said. Okay, wait, I finished, wait, wait, Jack in Orphan X said, I wrote to I wrote to somewhere and I will write it again. There's no starting over. There's only a change of direction because you can't only a change of direction because you you can't start over. Like that thing happened. You can't just be like mm, scratch that. 
it's only it's only a change direction um and so we'll see how it goes next week. but then as i said i'm okay now and kind of sitting in it and writing in my journal about it and thinking you know trying to <laughs> trying to come to terms and to peace of what happened you know this weekend and all that stuff and how i can you know get through this rut that i'm going through you know and the term that came to me or the phrase that came to me was um trust the process and that brought me a lot of ease <laughs> and peace because it reminded me that great things don't happen like instantane instantly not instantaneously but they don't happen you know like overnight it takes time and i think for me what i thought was that oh i'm going to go to these tournaments or these matches and everything is going to go well you know i'm going to play such good tennis i'm going to be so solid i might not win everything but i'm going to play good tennis and i'm going to compete and fight and get through it obviously it doesn't mean i didn't compete and fight i you know fought for every match that i played um the best way that i could um but then obviously at the end of the day it just wasn't enough um and just the term trust the process reminded me that good things great things take time and that i just have to trust the process and keep working and you know yeah the the hard work will pay off one day <laughs> will pay off one day um so that's what i'm going to do i'm going to keep working i might be in a certain headspace right now and think that i can't play tennis to save my life um but we will get through it and i want to be super vulnerable super transparent on this part as i always have been what am i talking about so yeah that's where i am right now in terms of my tennis it's okay and then it's super unsettling because it's like i don't know what other people think um of me so they might be thinking exactly what i'm thinking they are thinking but they could also not you know and i think obviously i over exaggerate things in my brain um but then again trust the process i think that's that's my term <laughs> right now obviously my my kind of phrase i've kind of cemented this cemented this now is enjoy every moment like on my caps my tennis hats under the thing it says enjoy every moment um i think it helps me cuz it serves as a reminder of how you know lucky and how fortunate i am to be in the position that i'm in and i should embrace it and my cousin reminded me of this today that i should just enjoy every moment and take everything in and learn as much as i can while i'm here because then again it goes by oh that was bad snap it goes by like the why does it sound like that it goes by like this like it goes by really quickly um literally it's been 2 months which is insane um and winter break is like almost here so yeah that's where i am right now but all is good in the neighborhood we we move forward so learning to enjoy every moment as i said it's like on my tennis caps every cap that i wear it's like on the the inside so that when i take it off or when i look up whatever it's there and it's just like a cute little reminder like if i'm stressed or whatever and just reminds me to embrace it and enjoy it because you know what they say pressure pressure is a privilege miss buddy jean king thank you for that so yeah i'm ready to tackle the week with good positive energy and then again like for some reason i think when something like this happens it's like the end of the world <laughs> like i think my life is over i'm going to you know get kicked off the team or something like that and i just need to remind myself that no it's not the end of the world cuz the sun will rise again and i don't think that i said that in today's intro but that's also kind of like my friends i always told myself that I would get like a tattoo with that thing like the a sunrise as a reminder of like the sun will rise again um as a symbol of hope because then again you know me over exaggerate and think one thing goes wrong in my life it's the end of the world but it's not the sun will rise again tomorrow and we go again and we 
try again and give our best tomorrow. <sighs> so sometimes I need to remind myself of my of, of my own messages. So yeah, here we are. So I think I've said so like 20 times. <laughs> um, that is that. I think that's all I'm going to talk about. Excuse me. I do need to go sleep because it's almost 11 and I have to wake up tomorrow at like 7 or 6.50 because I'm going to eat breakfast as well. Wake up at 7 and um, go to class. I have nutrition, music, and then we have this other thing. And then I've got super exciting packages coming. You know, I'm so, I'm so angry at Walmart now. And I need to find another place to develop my film. Because I sent in film to be developed weeks ago. Like, maybe a month ago now. But a very long time ago. And this dude was telling me, it should only take like two weeks max. But then I saw somewhere else that it should only take like a week, six days. And I was like, oh, you know, cool. Like, I'm going to get this film soon. And some of that, that film, the first, the first roll, excuse me. Um, was Kodak Ultramax, and it was from August, <laughs> August, it's been, it's October now, August, so I'm waiting for that to get up, because I want that film, and I also want to send it to my family members, you know what I mean, so I'm super angry at Walmart, because I even phoned them, was it during the fall break, and I sent, I was like, yeah, I gave in form four weeks ago and I haven't received anything back yet. The guy told me it would only take two weeks and it's been four weeks. So I just wanted to know what's cooking, you know, on that situation. And she was like, okay. She was super nice. I mean, bless her. She was really nice. And she was like, let me, let me check at the back for you. And she was like checking for like five minutes. She was like, um, there's nothing here, but you should receive a message of like when your thing is here already i was like okay thank you and i've not received a message since and that was a week ago so i'm super mad and i'm gonna phone them again because i want that phone and yeah they i've sent in now two roles yeah because i sent in the ultramax i'm kind of exploring now so I sent it on what I like, and I don't even know what I like because I haven't seen any results <laughs> from any of them. So I sent in Ultramax, Kodak Ultramax, and Color Plus, and right now I'm using Kodak Gold, which is like a classic. Um, and then I ordered more gold from Walmart, so I should get that tomorrow. Super exciting. I have, like, a, another camera. Um, I have more rolls of foam. I got a lunchbox. And then also a new book. Speaking of books. Okay, I promise this is the last thing I'm going to say. I, I promise. So, I finished. Finally. Oh, my word. It's, it's actually taken me two months to finish this book. Well, more. But to be fair, I'm, I'm going to do a whole thing on books like literally an episode on books and just like rant about books because I love reading so much but I finished I finally finally finished um the no way man so if you don't know I've been reading the orphan next series by Greg Hoitz so good um backstory read the fifth book got super into it realized found out that it was a series then I read the first book and now I've just finished the second book and oh my word <laughs> oh my word it was so it's so good but I finally because I'm a clump reader I'll explain more about like myself so I'll read like 10 pages then I wouldn't read for like a couple of weeks so read 50 pages then I don't read for like a month and then sometimes I read like two a day or a chapter a day or it's just like it's such a roller coaster, but I don't read like 10 pages a day consistently. Um, but I try sometimes. So I finally, only like the last two weeks now that I read like literally every single day and I finished the book. Girl. And I immediately, immediately ordered 
the next book. It's Hellbent. Um, what is the next book? But oh my word, literally, I I the last few pages of the Knowing Man. It's kind of it's so heartbreaking, really. Where Evan is at Mia's door and he's saying, "If I leave everything right now, whatever, whatever." Now. And then he gets a call from his roam zone, and then he steps back. Oh my word! I wish I had the last line, but it's like he steps back out of the light um, from me, and I'm like, "Dang!" Like it's actually so tough to read. Because it's like, this guy just wants to like, oh my gosh. Anyway, so I'm super excited for that to get here. I think it's here. I just need to pick it up tomorrow. But for the me- in the meantime, I'm reading, finally started reading um, the Shadow and Bone trilogy. Like, that's my new thing now. Is the Shadow and Bone trilogy. And I love it. So I've obviously watched season one of Shadow and Bone on Netflix, but it's based on the books. So I'm reading the books because I just love the world so much. Okay. So I'm reading Shadow and Bone now. I'm, I'm like on page 50 already, you know, but it's so good. Like, it's so good. But it's I find it super interesting because Alina is like such a kind of a baby, but also not a baby. But I didn't get the vibe that she was, like, kind of in love with Mal. But I, I don't know. But then again, the books and the, the things are different. But it's mostly accurate. Like, I kind of like that I watched the show first. Because now I have J- Jesse May Lee as Alina Stokov. I have Archie Renault as Mal Oritsev. I have... You know, Ben Barnes as the Darkling. I can picture them. Because before, if I had not watched the show, I would be like, "Mm," you know, make up some nonsense in my brain. But now that I have them, you know, Archie, Jesse, and Benjamin, and the rest, but I haven't been introduced to everyone else yet, um, it's nice. So I can kind of, like, when I'm reading about Alina Starkov, I'm reading, like, about, you know, this is this, and let's say this this particular thing like when they go into the fold and I'm reading in the book I'm kind of imagining what happened in the show obviously there's some parts are different there's like when they bring Alina to the Darkling that whole thing is a bit different um but it's okay it is what it is but I'm enjoying the book thus far and I'm so excited to get into this world I I love fantasy so much and to be kind of be in a new world and be in kind of like Ravka and Krabisk, I don't know how to say that, and all these places that, and then kind of, you know, you know, the Grisha and the first, and it's just like, it's so fun, you know, um, so I'm super excited. So I'm going to read this book, and then after this book, I'm going to read Hellbent, then after Hellbent, I'm going to read siege and storm which is the second book of the shadow and bone trilogy so lots of reading to do but i'm excited and i love it so much i am obsessed so yeah that's what i'm into these days i'm also into guitar obviously but it's been difficult obviously i'm learning i've stomached the courage to continue learning look at Look at us now from jo- Daisy Jones and the Six. So I've learned the do 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 do. I don't know who I am. Do 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 do. Baby, baby, baby. And then now this third part, do 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 do. That part is where I drew the line of like I cannot do this. But I'm kind of pushing myself to develop my finger skills and strengthening and hammering on and pulling off skills and finger independence so in order to do that i need to challenge myself so i'm learning that now and it is a nightmare but it's worth it kind of so (laughs) that's nice but then obviously i have a little fun with it and play songs you know like even if i couldn't hardest part by miss olivia dean she's loki one of my favorite artists ever olivia dean like you know, on Spotify, when I search Olivia, you would think Olivia Rodrigo, who I love as well, would come on, but Miss Olivia Dean shows up, <laughs> which just shows how much I listen to her. 
Ähm, I listen, auch sind ja schon Mr. Sean Mendes. Um, earlier today and even yesterday. And I listen to his song. I just love his songs. And there's a song called Carried Away from the movie Lyle Lyle Crocodile. And it's a really nice song. And now I want to watch the movie. And <laughs> the end. <laughs> no, but it's a really nice song. And I want to listen, watch the movie now. So that's nice. And then I listen to a little too much and I was listening to the guitar bit of it I was like oh this must be fun to play so I might dabble in that um but I want I feel like I jump around a lot and I want to be concrete because one a song that I can say that I can play confidently eh, semi-confidently is life of the eagles no and you just don't care Life of the Party, um, Shawn Mendes. I just know the chords. I just, I just know them. Um, and obviously, I want to get hardest part because I can. Even if I could put it good back like I just want to know the chords, and also I know what's the other song called. Um, can I have this dance? So I just wanted to be concrete in my brain. Anyway, I'm rambling now. I need to leave. Thank you for listening and tuning in on this on this Sunday evening or whenever this comes out. Um, probably Sunday or early Monday morning. And I really appreciate your support and your support <laughs> if you do. I really, really do. And I hope that you do. And, you know, I would not mind if you could follow the podcast and give the podcast a rating that would be really nice of you i would appreciate that so much it helps the pod more than you know and i obviously plan on doing this for oh my gosh oh sorry i thought <laughs> oh i thought because i have these things on my ankles and i thought the one broke anyway um yeah it helps the pod and obviously we're in it for the long for the long haul um, and so I would appreciate if you could give a rating, Spotify, follow the pod, Spotify, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your aunts, tell your uncles, tell your cousins, your brothers and sisters to tune in every single week for episodes that, that I will, that I will guarantee you that there will be an episode every single week. Now, over time, obviously multiple and surprise, surprise, I'm staying for the winter break and I'm prepared to do an episode every single day. Now, that might become annoying because it's like I might talk about nonsense for <laughs> every day and maybe nothing interesting. But I feel like it could also be really, really big and pivotal for the pod. So who knows? And you'll never know if you don't try. So that's upcoming in the winter break. Um, so yes, tell, tell everyone, you know, to hop on the, hop on the never alone with Melody train. Um, we're in for the long haul. Anyway, if you've made it thus far into the episode, you already know. And if you don't know, now you do. You are indeed a real one. I'm so, so thankful and forever grateful for you and your support if you do. And I appreciate you so, so much and more than you know. Mwah, mwah. I love you so much. Was it hugs and kisses, I think? I don't know. I love you so <laughs> I love you so very much. And I will see you on the next one. Bye.